Welcome to the You Glow Nurse Podcast, where we are growing and glowing through our nursing journey and practicing real self-care along the way. Ready for the real glow up? Join the conversation with me, your host, Fallon Lopez, BSN RN, Certified Health and Wellness Coach and CEO of RU Well, where I empower new nurses to adapt to busy nurse life by creating real self-care strategies that boost energy and build real self-confidence. So if you're struggling to keep afloat in this busy nurse life and ready to ditch the hustle culture, this is a space for you. Let's dive on in to today's episode. Don't forget to like, subscribe to our online community and here on the podcast for more self-care resources. Let's do it, y'all. Um, if you've listened to this podcast before, you know, here we're talking about mental health. We're talking about wellness. We're talking about the daily habits that we participate in and that add to our life. Um, and let's be real. Let's get honest. Um, we're at work a lot more. We're even so this is this is a thing. This contributes to our everyday well-being, to the everyday habits, to how our life runs, to all of the things that can um, add to our life. So work can be stressful. Um, and so today I want to talk more about it, dive in a little bit deeper, especially around the relationships at work. Um, because it can affect your mental health. It can affect you overall, how you see yourself, how you interact with others. So I wanted to talk about it a little bit more. Okay, so let's get real. As nurses in healthcare, it's rough. We take our professionally, we do not take our professionally lightly at all. We're passionate about what we want to do. Um, we're go-getters. We're high achievers. You know, we got into this profession to help others. So uh, it's it's a serious thing. It's something we don't take lightly, Right. And actually, we've been known as nurses, as the nursing profession, that we've been known to eat our young. That's something that we're known for. That is a saying that kind of like you hear it in nursing school. You hear it throughout your your career as why like that nurse just she's so mean. She you can't ask her for help or there's like these clicks or it's just like it's just a way to explain away all these things like the things that we may experience in our career. So nurses have been known to eat their young. And it's crazy. Throughout my time in healthcare, I've noticed that as healthcare professionals, we can be so caring for our patients, but when it comes to each other and interacting with each other, we can really treat each other rough. We can be really rough on our on our coworkers, on on each other. So there can be tension in the workplace. And like I said earlier, we spend so much time there. Like we see our coworkers more than we see our family and we sacrifice. We put so much forward uh, in our career. So why can't we find that happy place? Like why can't we find or create an environment for, um, you know, that we feel that we're respected and that we can be in a, in a respectful environment and that relationships don't have to be so stressful. Can we really find that happy place today? I want to talk more about it in some ways that I have learned in my career over the last 10 years, how, um, how to handle these tough relationships in healthcare. So really quick, want to make an announcement. If you're a nurse, 
listening to this podcast, which you probably are. If you're not, that's okay. You can join us. I want to announce my soul care session going live May 4th at 6 p.m. CST time. So this soul care session, I've been wanting to do this for a while. Really getting deep about what nurses need to show up at their highest. Because I've been that nurse that have that has run on E so much trying to give to everyone else, trying to show up for everyone else, trying to be the best nurse that I really didn't take care of my well-being or like I wasn't at all. Like I couldn't and I just didn't have the capacity. I just didn't have the knowledge. Um, My self-care was non-existent. What I thought was self-care was not really self-care. Happy hours and binge sessions, not really self-care for a nurse that's emotionally drained and burnt out. So if you're a nurse that's tired of running on E and ready to fill up, you're ready to create space for real self-care that will help you realign to your passion for nursing again so that you're not running on autopilot anymore. It's time to refresh your nursing soul. Join my soul care session, how to turn your breakdowns into breakthroughs. That's why we're talking about the real things that we have experienced in nursing. What has brought you to the breakdown point and how to use it as a breakthrough so that you can show up at your highest capacity as that nurse you're meant to be. So if that's you, if you're a nurse that's ready to break free from the cycles that have kept you in the same same stuck position, not having time for your self-care, not having time for your wellness, for your health goals, and you're ready to break through, Join my soul care session going live May 4th, and the link is going to be in the show notes so that you can sign up. I'm super excited to share this conversation. It's going to be interactive, so you don't want to miss out. This is going to be a a conversation between nurses. I'm going to be asking questions. I'm going to get really, I want to get interactive. I want to see your face there, and um, really, really excited to share more on this soul care session. So join us and click the link in the show notes. Okay. We spend a lot of time there, especially as nurses. Like we spend, if you're working in the hospital setting, you're you're spending more than 12 hours sometimes with your coworkers, with your team, with your patients. So how can we shift that and um, really make it a place and create that, that healthy relationship healthier relationships um, at work because I know the situations at work are tough. Like we are, not only are we seeing people at their most vulnerable places, like the stress that we experience as nurses are like no other. So why add more stress from our coworkers and how we deal with each other? How can we create that, that environment where it could be like a space for a healthy, healthy relationships? Um, that we all feel acknowledged, that we all feel respected. Um, but, you know, hey, tough times are going to happen. Tough things are going to happen. It's part of the job. But how can we really create a space for um, just for us to thrive and to show up at our highest selves? So today I'm going to share some ways that we can take that responsibility. Now, I understand there are things, there are toxic workplaces. You know, you can't always change. You can't not always, you can never change anyone else. Like I want to talk about the responsibility you can take 
in your workplace? Like, what is it? What are the things that you can do in a relationship? The way you act, the way you respond, the way you handle things is how you can take the responsibility. So I'm not talking about this episode is not going to talk about the toxic workplaces um, or how to change that, um, because I don't believe that you can change other people. Um, now you can choose to leave these workplaces if you feel that they're toxic and they're not allowing space for growth and they're not acknowledging you and um, uplifting you or you feel there's racism or anything like that. Um, now you can leave those workplaces, but today I want to get into more of a responsibility, that self, self-responsibility, the things that we can do in relationships. So here are some ways that I have learned to handle tough relationships at work. And like I said, this was not what I wanted to share today. I was thinking about getting on here and talking about something totally different, but I really felt led to talk about this because it's actually something that I've been going through in my career right now. I recently transitioned into a new position in a clinic setting. So I'm no longer working bedside and Working in this new environment, I came from being the expert. I came from ICU where I learned to, you know, run the show. I know how to interact with all the doctors. You know, I was able to get in and out, get my work done. And I felt like the expert. But going into a clinic setting, getting to know a totally different team, getting to know a new specialty. I work in transplant now. So I have no idea how transplant runs. So Dealing with tough relationships has been a theme for me, and it's been like an ongoing thing as I've transitioned into this clinic position now. So I really wanted to just share what I've learned because it it does like like I said earlier, we spend so much time at work. It's part of our everyday you know routine, and the things that you do every day affect your mental well being. It affects you overall as a person, how you show up. So. Why can't we create this space that is going to be a a better uh, place for us to thrive as nurses? And I really wanted to dive in deep on that. I've learned so much about myself in this new transition into the clinic. um, And there have been a lot of tough times where I've had to stand up for myself, speak up, and um, it's been uncomfortable. And now that I'm more self-aware of my triggers and things like that, you know, it's it's becoming easier for me to kind of notice and navigate versus just reacting to how somebody says something or how somebody uh, addresses a situation or anything like that. So it's just been a whole learning curve for me, if I'll say that, because I feel like I've had to catch up, like I'm just catching up. Um, but as I transitioned into clinic, it's it's a whole new ball game. But I'm I'm thankful for the whole process. Honestly, it's it's given me a lot of things to learn from. So I wanted to share these with you, um, really quick. So how to handle tough relationships at work? So knowing that we're all on the same team has really helped me, like really understanding. Because I think sometimes we get into silos, like oh, nurses here, doctors here, um you know, the respiratory therapist, the pharmacist, they just work in silos. Like, this is what it is. I just handle this. And we're all on the same team. Sometimes I feel like it's like, oh, well, this is my job. This is what I do. I don't do that. Like, we are all on the same team. So when you're approaching a tough situation at work, and you have this tough relationship and you feel like your heads are budding, like something is not agreeing here and something is not meshing here. I think really understanding overall, getting to the core of it, like, look, 
we on the same team. We're not fighting against each other. Like we are not enemies. The same team means our, we have the same goals. Our patients are number one. We may not get there all at the same time or help them in all the same. Hey, we on the same team. We're not enemies out here. You're not my worst thing like that. Like we all bring something to the table. And so really understanding and believing your value, knowing your worth is so important. If you're having some tough relationships, like maybe something's not meshing, there's there's a disagreement, there's tension, just remembering like, hey, I bring value. I have worth, you know, and maybe for me, the reason why I'm bringing this up is because sometimes in tough relationships, I would feel like, okay, I don't need to speak up. I shouldn't speak up or I'm just the nurse or, you know, like I really can't contribute to this. Um, The reason why maybe I did something wrong in the tough like situation, you know, whatever it is, like if I'm addressing a doctor or I'm talking to another coworker, another nurse, another MA or somebody like that, like, okay, maybe it's something I did wrong. Do I really need to speak up? You know, if, if you're, Approaching a tough situation, just know that you bring value and you are part of the team. So you deserve a, a time to speak up. It's important. You add value as a nurse, as a care provider, a healthcare provider. You bring value. So speaking up is important and realizing, like, hey, I, I bring something to the table. It's important that you do that whenever you're addressing a tough relationship at work. So something else that I'm learning on how to handle these tough times, because we all have them, whether it's like just something is not like communication is falling apart or like you just feel like maybe you're being bullied or you feel like you're being picked on. Okay, what are these tough relationships that you're building at work and why do you feel that way? One way that I can... I will tell you that I've handled it is having these healthy boundaries, healthy, but flexible. You know, there are, there are three different types of boundaries. So there's the rigid boundaries, people that just always say no to everything. Their boundaries are sky high. They've learned to always protect themselves. Those people don't let anyone in. They have a hard time asking for help. They just will always want to be the strong person. Like those boundaries are really sky high. Like they just say no to everything. And then you have those people that have no boundaries. They're, they're just, their boundaries are just uh, open. So their boundaries are just open. They have none. So they're always saying yes. They're always saying, oh, okay, yeah, I got you. Anybody ask you for something? They're like, oh, yeah, that's cool. I got it. I could do it. You know, and without realizing their this book, <laughs> like where that come from? Okay. Um, without capacity. So these are the type of people that are saying yes all the time without really understanding their capacity. And in the end, they feel drained and they feel like they uh, they have resentment in the workplace. So just being the yes man all the time and always being down and always being available, that's not a look. That is not a good thing either. So having these boundaries that are healthy. So that's the third type of boundary. You know, you got your open, you got your rigid, and then you got a healthy type of boundary. And this is more of a flexible boundary. This person knows when to say no and when to say yes. They have this flexibility, resilient type of boundary that's able to bend but not break and not be too rigid at the same time. And this comes with a, with a self-assessment, self just being more aware of yourself, knowing when, you, when your capacity is full and knowing when, okay, maybe I can add, maybe I can do this. Um, 
and knowing like, hey, it's okay. Sometimes you have um, physical boundaries. You know, you don't want anyone to come into your physical space. You know, for me, a boundary, a big, I would say kind of a boundary for me is um, loud noises. Like I cannot deal with a lot of, a lot of loud noises. Um, and this is like if we're working in a small clinic area. And like I said, this is a clinic environment. So that was kind of a boundary that I had to enforce. Like, please don't be right next to me on your phone with your phone blasting loud and I'm trying to work, you know, and I would have to voice that, but it would feel like, so what, like, what is that? What is that to say anything like that? Like, why are you even talking about that? Like, who cares? It's just a phone. But I'm like, you know, I'm trying to do some work here. Like, that's something that I can't, you know, that's a boundary for me. And then it's all about, hey, talking about your boundaries. How do you present those boundaries? Um, so it really is, it really does matter how you present those boundaries to others. How are you voicing them? Um, I think that's really important as well. And I've learned to kind of let things go and then like when to enforce them. And when is it really like, that necessary. So it's a learning process. Boundaries are ever changing in my life. And I'm, I'm learning more about why I put boundaries up now in my, in my, in my life. And it's just been not only at work, it's been super important at work because it just helps me realize, okay, this is my capacity. This is what I can do within these means. You know, maybe I can't stay late all the time. Maybe I can't come super early all the time. Maybe I can't pick up that extra shift. You know, whatever it is, this is my capacity, learning that. And so once you learn that capacity, maybe you can stretch a little bit more. But if you don't know your capacity, then you're just all over the place. You know, you don't have, um, you don't, you don't know and I use this analogy this weekend, like, you know, you don't know your yard from the neighbor's yard. <laughs> and, you know, when you're thinking about boundaries, you it's limits. It's the limits to this thing. Like, it's OK to have boundaries um, because just like I was saying, like with the neighbor's yard, like if you don't have boundaries, you're going to be in charge of the whole block of the lawn, the lawn that you're supposed to take care of was only supposed to be yours, right? Your front lawn or your backyard or whatever. But if you don't have boundaries and you don't know what's your lawn versus like your neighbor's lawn, you know, you're going to be trying in charge of taking care of the whole street, the whole block. You're going to be in charge of watering all the neighbor's yards. And like, that really is beyond your capacity. Your water bill is going to be extremely high. So knowing your limits and having those boundaries are so important so that, okay, I can put attention into this area. Okay. I do know my bounds. I do know my limits. Here are my limits right here. I know this is my yard. I can flower, put some flowers in. I could do all the extra work because I know what I'm working with. I know the space that I'm working with. So um, that's what I'll say about boundaries and how it having healthy boundaries can really help you handle those tough relationships at work. When you know yourself and your limits, you're able to really just be more aware of what you need and where your limits are versus like what somebody may ask you to that is out of your capacity in whatever way. Um, And another way to handle these tough 
addressing mindsets, really being honest and open. Okay. Like, how are you coming to the situation? You may have a tough relationship with your boss. You have a tough relationship with another coworker, you know, but you know, your value, you know, you're on the same team. No one is above you. No one is like looking down on you. Um, having boundaries. Okay. This is not okay. I can't really say yes to that. I can help you with this, but this is not okay. You know, having boundaries around that and then adjusting mindsets. How are you coming into this tough situation? Do you have expectations? Are you expecting this coworker to show up in a certain way and they didn't? Is that making the relationship tough? Or were you expecting your boss to have this type of attitude or this type of skill set, and they didn't? What are your expectations? Are they like super sky high? Are you being realistic about your expectations when it comes to people that you work with? Like, let's be honest. We sometimes have these these crazy, outrageous expectations. And it's like, are you really being realistic? Do you understand your other person's job completely? Do you understand their capacity? Do you understand what they're going on, going through? No, you don't. So, and have you made any judgments? some preconceived notions ahead of time, like, oh, you know, that this is why they did this. Are you making up stories already? Like, and is that adding to the tough relationships? Like the main thing with this podcast, what I wanted to share with you is that you do have some responsibility, some personal responsibility when it comes to tough relationships at work. Okay. I'm not talking about anything that's outside of your responsibility. You know, if they're how people react, what they do, what they got going on in their life. No, but you can address what, how you are reacting. And I think that's been the most powerful shift for me is just really taking responsibility of how I react to things, really doing a, a head to toe assessment on like, how am I approaching the situation? Is it tough because I am adding something to make it tough? Like, am I believing I'm worth speaking up? Am I believing that I bring value or I'm coming in there like, oh no, this person does not like me. Uh, nobody likes me here. Like, you know, am I really believing, believing that I'm a valuable part of the team or I'm just like feeling little and small? Um, when it comes to, uh, you know, workplace environments that can leave you feeling, you know, helpless. So am I really having boundaries? Am I giving my space for boundaries when it comes to tough relationships? Am I, do I already have mindsets that are holding me back that are making me show up a certain way in these tough relationships? Is it really helping me resolve the, the, the tough relationship, or is it just keeping me in this cycle of like, okay, this keeps happening to me. Why does this keep happening to me? Um, and I think I've had to make that assessment myself this, this season a lot. I honestly, I've had to do it a lot and just be real and honest about, you know, what are the mindsets? How am I going into this, this, uh, maybe thing, uh, relationship that I'm, adding to it? And how can I um, kind of, how can I cool things off? How can I just really handle things better? I think that's really important when you're 
we are going into a tough relationship at work and like we deal with patients at their worst. We deal with a lot of stress already. So why do we have to bring the stress? Why do we have to add to the stress? I think it's really important that we ask tough questions of ourselves like that. And one more thing that I'll leave with you before I hop off, if you're dealing with a tough relationship at work and you're not sure how you're handling it, you're doing the self-assessment, you're taking, you know, making sure you're adding value, you're checking your mindset, you're creating healthy boundaries. One last thing that I'm going to leave with you is avoid the the gossip at the workplace. I know we got to vent. I know sometimes you got to just talk about it and let it out and you don't want to build it up, but be careful with who you share that information with. You know, just be very careful um, about how you talk about certain things. And sometimes the workplace is not about it. Sometimes you got to go home and maybe just vent to your husband or your significant other or therapy sis. Like sometimes you need another person to come in that's objective because your friends, they're going to gas you up. Your friends, your coworkers, they're always going to take your side. That's why I don't like to listen to gossip because it can shift my perspective to the other side, especially if it's somebody that I consider a friend, you know, it's just going to shift my perspective. It's going to make me change the way I'm, I'm seeing someone else. So avoiding that workplace gossip, it just leaves a space that, okay, it's, it's, it doesn't leave. Cause when somebody dumps on you, right? Like, it's just like negative afterwards. It's just like, dang, I don't want to be dumped on. Like, I just wanted to come to work. So And that involves a level of boundaries as well, like saying, hey, this is not for me right now. I can't I can't do the gossip. Um, Can we talk another day? Can we can we uh, handle this another place or anything like that? Um, So really having those boundaries or, hey, let's talk about this at lunch. Let's not do this right now. Can we talk about this at lunch or yeah, girl, let's go get a. Grab lunch one day and talk about this. You know, having those boundaries um, is really important. Like if you're wanting to uh, resist or avoid that gossip at the workplace. All right. So as we're wrapping things up, look, work is tough already because of the stress that we deal with at work. We see people at their lowest level. We see them in very. No other. Right. Uh, No. Um, just from the workload. So how can we create a space for us to just be content at work? How can we create that space where it's not like the nurses eat their young or like we're being so rude to each other? Like we're so kind to each to the patients. Like we're we're looking after our patients, but sometimes we're like biting each other off um, behind scenes. Like we're biting each other's heads off behind scenes. Like can we find a place of contentment? And like I said earlier, I'm not talking about toxic workplaces. I'm really, this podcast was just to identify that self-responsibility of what you are bringing in and how you are trying to resolve these tough relationships. And like I said earlier, this was something I wanted to share because I was actually going through it. And what shifted it for me, what helped me navigate this tough time was really taking the responsibility of like, what did I add? What was I bringing to the situation? And how was I trying to resolve it? You know, 
So now I understand there are toxic workplaces and sometimes you got to leave. Look, it's not within my capacity to be here anymore. This is not the environment for me. And I understand that too. But there is a level of self-responsibility when it comes to these tough environments um, at work and these tough relationships. So how are you going into this? I think it's really important that we find our grounding within, knowing that we're capable to do the hard things. Identify your areas of of growth. Whenever you get into a conflict and you find resolution, like there's always something you can learn from it. Like you don't have to leave like less than or feeling like um, you're a failure or anything like that. Every situation um, that you experience is an opportunity to grow. It's an opportunity to learn. And when we start looking at things like that, I feel like we can really change our perspective and we can really achieve the health and well-being that we want as nurses so that we can operate at our highest level. So I hope you enjoy this conversation on how to handle these tough situations at work, these workplace relationships that are not easy because we spend so much time there. It can be stressful on us. And I don't want to leave you without a resource, y'all. Just want to let you know, you can join the Soul Care Session for Nurses. This session create a space for self-care, real self-care that is going to help you realign back to your passion for nursing again. So no more autopilot. It's time to refresh your tired nursing soul. Join my soul care session for nurses who are done with the burnout life, who are ready to fill up going live May 4th. The link is in the show notes below so that you can join us. I'm really excited about this one. I've been trying to create it for a a few months now, trying to get the vision together, how to turn our breakdowns into breakthroughs. We've all experienced those breakdowns in nursing where we've had that tough realization like, what, this is what I signed up for. This is this is what nurse life is, whatever that breakdown moment was for you. How can we turn that into fuel for your breakthrough? I'm really excited to share this session with you. Also join with the link in the show notes for more. Remember the soul care session for nurses going live May 4th. You can sign up with the link in the show notes. Y'all, it's been amazing talking about this conversation with you. I really hope you enjoyed. Leave me a comment. Make sure you subscribe to the You Glow Nurse podcast for more wellness tips for busy nurse life. Leave me a comment, uh, like, subscribe, and join my wellness community. It's been real, y'all, and I'll see y'all next time. Bye.